Okay, everybody, welcome to Big Game Pursuit episode one of this podcast series. I'm here with uh, Corbin Lind, another co-founder of uh, Big Game Pursuit with myself, Kevin. Uh, how's it going today, Corbin? Good, Kevin. You? Yeah, going pretty good. Yeah, so we're just going to go. Over, we're going to go over a couple of things. Like, I mean, just get, let the people get to know us, right? Um, I guess we'll start off with first. Uh, you know, how how do you get into hunting and hunting with the bow and just pretty much hunting in general, right? How do you, how do you get into that? Um, pretty much. I just got into hunting because my dad he hunted his whole life, and I started picking it up with me and. He took me out a couple times, and I really enjoyed it and stuff. So now I'm here. I'm that's, a big hunter, and I love it. That's great, man. That's great. That's what it's all about. Yeah. So, um, yeah. How how do um, I guess another question for you? How do you get into bow hunting? I mean, you're quite the archer yourself. I mean, I've shot with you quite a few times, and you're pretty pretty good with that bow. But I mean, how how do you get into it? Same thing, like uh. Meet my dad. He used to bow hunt stuff, and then he brought it up upon me and telling me how cool it is. So I took an interest into it, and I started. My dad got me a bow. I started shooting a bunch and competition shooting and stuff. And yeah, it's pretty much just got into it from my dad. That's that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get into hunting? Oh, you know, hunting, hunting kind of just ran in our family. Um, my grandpa and my dad grew up hunting. Um, and then when I came along, we took a bit of a break from it. And then we started deer hunting around when I was six or seven. And, you know, passion and love took off from there. Uh, it's, it's just, you don't get an adrenaline rush like you, you do when whitetails yeah. or even a mule deer's sitting 100 yards walking towards you, right? So, Yeah, for sure. It's the best feeling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and how, well, about, how did you get into bow hunting? You know, I'll tell you the truth, Corb. I uh, I kind of got into it from you hearing stories and stuff and hanging out with you. Because, I mean, we've been friends for the longest time, right? And hearing stories from you and, um, honestly, you and Cameron Haynes pretty much caught me into bow hunting. Uh, yeah. if, you don't, if you don't know who Cameron Haynes is, he's, he's a big guy. Uh, uh, bow hunter down in Oregon for Hoyt and Under Armour and stuff, and they're great. That's sweet. But yeah, I know it. Uh, yeah, I just kind of picked it up last last couple of years, so it's it's been pretty good, and can't wait to pursue it some more with Big Game Pursuit. For sure. Yeah. So how did uh, how did you kind of accept the idea of? Uh, a big game pursuit kind of thing. So, you, you were the one that kind of, you know, got the energy to do something like that, and I jumped all over it and stuff, and mm-hmm. I was I was all excited, and I got I got all excited and stuff like that. So, I mean, it was just one of those things that are really cool, and I'd like I'd just like to do. Yeah, was there any? Was there ever any uh, doubt in your mind, or like, kind of thinking, what, what am I gonna do with this? Right. Um, the only doubt in my mind, I don't really think so. 
you know, there's the odd few things, just because how stuff is going to work out. But I thought it would work out pretty good, just because we've known each other for a long time, and just how, I just feel like it would go good. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. How did you, how did you uh, come up with this idea? Uh, you know, um, that's a tough question. You know, it was honestly kind of just a whirlwind. I've always wanted to film hunts and get into like the TV show and stuff. And, um, you know, I kind of was just laying in bed. I got back from, cause I'm playing hockey down in Victoria, right? Yeah. And get, got back from Thanksgiving, unsuccessful hunting there. Um, and I just thought, man, this, this kind of sucks. Like, I mean, I want to do something with hunting and you know what I just said, yeah. you know, what I'll, what do I got to lose? Right. And so I think I made a phone call to you and, yeah. um, I said, you want to do this? And you were like, yeah, sure. Let's do this. So I think that's kind of where it was. And then I got in, got into it with Hayden. He's unfortunately not able to join us today. He's out, uh, he's out ice fishing today. Couple of his oh, buddies, yeah. but he's in it with us. Um, yeah, yeah. So you know, it's it's pretty good. You know, that I, sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I think we got the rock rolling, rock rolling. Yeah, I do too. We we we've, we've been doing pretty good so far. Yeah, man, it's it's great. Um, so I mean, let me tell tell me a little bit about yourself, Corb. Um, um like well, I'm I'm 13 years old. I live in Taylor, BC. Um, pretty much grew, grew up hunting my whole life and fishing and baseball, motocross, all all the sports and stuff. And I just think hunting is one of my biggest passions. I love doing it. I live in the outdoors. I love the nature. I love everything about it. Oh, sweet man, that's that's pretty. That's a good good lifestyle to live, man. Can't I uh, can't complain yeah, on that it's one. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. What about you? Uh, you know, I was I was born up in Fort McMurray, Alberta. I moved to Fort St. John area when I was a couple couple months old or actually I think even a couple weeks old and you know, grew up playing hockey. Uh, I had a pretty good lineage uh, with hockey and stuff. My auntie was my uncle were highly skilled hockey players. And yeah. um yeah, you know, grew up playing that, and then I got into hunting, and um, can't really complain about where life took me. Um, and now I'm down in Victoria, BC, playing AAA hockey down here at a midget level, and uh, you know, we'll see where this, we'll see where hockey takes us. But you know, I got this, and hopes we can film some hunting videos next year, and. Yeah, it'll be it'll be awesome. Yeah, that's a sweet answer, Kev. Yeah, it sure is. Um, yeah. So tell me a little bit about your like um some of your hunts, man. Like uh, pick, I guess. What's your favorite, most favorite, uh, or memorable hunt you've you've been on in your life? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, you know, there's been lots. Uh, probably September mule deer season archery. Nice. Me and my dad, we were up in the truck spot and pretty some decent bucks. You know, one one thirty, one forty, just kind of smaller ones, but decent bucks. And 
my dad, we went out, we wound out just to a big uh, ridge, and my dad just told me to let out a big elk bugle and stuff, so I did, and one answered back right away. That's awesome. And we, we were on him for oh, four hours, and this was even in like 12 o'clock, so, and he was screaming, and we, we got way down, way, way down, and he... We we stocked up on him. I I was 13 yards with my bow, full draw, getting ready to shoot. He was screaming in my face. My adrenaline, man, like it, it was through the roof. Like I just the only reason why that elk is not on the ground is because he didn't give me the right shot. Yes, yeah, that's a bit. And I wouldn't I wouldn't take the wrong shot. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. you um you're talking about uh. September muley season. I mean, is that some of your favorite favorite time of the year? Um, oh is, yeah, for sure. Yeah, is that? I mean, I like. I mean, personally, September muley season is honestly my favorite time of year. I love favorite thing to hunt is mule deer. Personally, uh, I I don't know about you, but like, uh, what's what's your favorite time of year with species to hunt and kind of thing. My favorite time of the year and species? Mm-hmm. Like, favorite time to hunt kind um, of thing. You know, elk. I love elk hunting. Because I love hiking. And I love... I just love what they do. I love I love their actions. I love how they call back. I love, I love everything about the elk. About an elk. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's pretty sweet. Personally, I've never... I've... I got a good question for you. Yeah, hit me with it. Who, who, who inspired you to do this? Uh, to do big game pursuit or to do like get into bow hunting. Who inspired you to hunt to do all this stuff? Um, you know, honestly, it was a mix of people. I'll tell you the truth. Um, you know, um, like to get into hunting, you know, hearing, I mean, my grandpa's and my uncle Gord stories about like deer hunting and all that. That was it's just awesome growing up and hearing stories like that. And I mean, unfortunately, it's not like that anymore with. I mean, them going out and seeing 350 mule deer in this field, but, um, yeah, yeah, no, just that's kind of where I got my passion for hunting is them and just, um, it's awesome just spending time with the family out there. I mean, I'm never hunting without the family, um, but yeah, and then, yeah, uh, bow hunting, you know, kind of got in, like I said, with you and Cameron Haynes and pretty much the TV shows, right? Um, but then kind of to do this big, big game pursuit um show you know it was um it was a little bit about um like i don't even really know how to explain it like um it was probably you know watching the hunting shows on tv now there's a bunch of younger guys doing it right and you know it just kind of yeah for sure brought me brought me some kind of encouragement kind of thing and um, I guess David Goggin. I, pro- I probably shouldn't say the saying he said, but uh, yeah, it's something kind of to do with nobody gives a crap, right? So I kind of just thought that, yeah. you know what? I said, what's what's the worst that could happen? And that's yeah, kind of kind of the way I've been going and rolling my life. I had somebody pretty special in my life say, worst thing they can say is no. 
Yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of where I got that from, right? So. Yeah, for sure. That's. Yeah. Yeah, man. But yeah. Um. So you were. So you've had a pretty successful hunting. Pretty su- successful hunting life. Sorry, my bad. Um. Yeah. In your in your lifetime, I mean, tell me tell me a little bit about uh, your favorite your favorite harvest. My favorite harvest. Like, what one do you find the most memorable? Ooh, I gotta say my cow elk. Yeah, you shot your cow elk a couple years back, hey? Yep, two years back. Nice. That was, we were up by the my dad's buddies on that let us hunt and stuff, and we came, we came hiking for, like, like, long ways, like, <laughs> four hours we hit this one field and you just throw up your binoculars and we see and i kid you not you know 200 elk all all through this field it's awesome and they were way far out there so we had to hike and hike and hike and hike just to just to get to our spot where you know you could take a shot yeah and we got to our spot and this uh, cow elk was sitting out there 400 yards, and it was actually pretty nerve-wracking because the first shot I was going to go take, my gun clicked. It didn't didn't fire off the bullet, so the cow started, it heard me, and it started walking, so we stopped that, and then second one, I just put it right in her, and she didn't go 10. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I know. I know personally from my past experiences, I've uh, I've struggled with the whole getting so excited and forgetting to do things and stuff. And yeah, I think I forgot to load my gun once, man. I'm done. It's pretty brutal. And then oh yeah, it's 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 just a mind, you know, like yeah, you don't think about anything. You just no, you're so like I mean, people talk about so focused, yeah, tunnel, so tunnel vision. People talk about how it's how it's not too good for you, but you know what? I mean, anybody that hunts, right, you see, I don't know, if you're a whitetail hunter, you see your target buck or you're elk hunting in the backwoods and you see this bull elk screaming coming towards you, you could you could give two hoots about whatever around you. You're pretty much tunnel visioned on that and that deer only. Yeah. And, I mean, you're, yeah. you're thinking about executing that shot. You're thinking about how you're going to execute it. You're thinking about how you're going to do everything. You're, you're thinking. You're thinking. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so much so much um in- and then you forget about yeah things. you know you think about the little things like i mean personally for you yeah. you think you're uh you shoot a single pin right um yeah i mean you, i think you told me a story i can't remember if it was you or another guy told me forgot to set your dial and he sent that arrow right under that deer, right under the deer right so yep yep i've done that. yeah i mean it happens to the best of us though but yeah 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 it does for sure mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. I definitely, I definitely got to say my most memorable hunt, man, was probably my first year. Uh, everybody, everybody's yeah. probably going to be the same with lots of people, but, you know, it was something special because we are out on the old farm. My grandparents sold their farm, uh, I think, in 2006. And, yeah, yeah. we were out, uh, out by the old field and kind of snuck around the corner of this uh, windrow because the guy that cleared the land back in – 70s or back in the 60s sorry my bad 
um, clear it was from Saskatchewan and he had windrows, right? So it'd just be big, long strips of trees to block the wind from getting through into the crops. Yep. Went around this one kind of windrow. It kind of had a left hook on it. We had to drive around it. We called that chicken corner because I think you'd always go around there. There'd always be a prairie chicken sitting right there. So pretty sure there was that time too. So we drove around and then came the next cut and it was open field. And then this little, little deer was sitting there. It was, wasn't too big at all. I think I scored him 99 and two eights, but you know what? Size doesn't really matter when it's uh memorable yeah, like this. Trying to fill the freezer. Yeah, yeah. You know, stuff like that. We sat, we had him once and, uh, so he was such a tiny little four point. We had trouble figuring it out and we drove back, tried to find him cause he spooked off and ran came back and he was sitting there and we stared at him for probably I think a good solid 15 minutes trying to figure out whether yeah. he was a four point and yeah as soon as he said my grandpa said oh yeah four point he just about to kind of line up on him and squeeze trigger and then he just sits down and lays down and all you can see is his little tiny antler sitting up out of the out of the uh, I think it was grain we were hunting and it was late it was early November so there's snow on the ground and all that but we yeah. sat there for probably I think it was a two and a half hour wait on that thing with the truck door window open minus nine wasn't it's not too yeah. brutally cold but sit there for two hours gets it's pretty pretty rough yeah, yeah and then you know we had a couple pretty awesome experiences this one little deer came up and um, came up to us like it was literally like I could have if I would have reached out past the mirror I would have touched it like there our mirror yeah. was actually fogging up because the deer was breathing and stuff it was it was so cool and then you know I took he, he stood up eventually and then he uh you know he stood up stopped perfectly broadside I think it was 175 yards shot hit him the first time and then Ran off and I uh, shot. I uh, got a little excited. Missed, to tell you the truth, but uh, missed a couple. No, oh, yeah, we all have those. We all. Yeah, have but those. he would have. He would have been. He would have been good. It was a good shot, but it just hit. It was only shooting a two forty three, and so it's a bit of smaller. Yeah. And I hit the second rib back, and that's a pretty meaty rib, right? So didn't go yeah. all the way through, but he would have been. He would have been done. Give him twenty minutes, but. For sure. And we chased him for a little bit longer and then actually ran out of bullets out of the one gun, out of the 243. We only had like six, but still six, going through six bullets on one deer is pretty brutal. And I, yeah. I switched over to <laughs> 300 and came up and was on a next next field over right by my grandpa's house growing up as a kid. And I shot him and yeah. expired him there. And so that was, it was pretty memorable there, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's a. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. There's some of those times where it's just can't get any better. Yeah, you know it's it's great, and then you know I got so many haunting memories with Grandpa too. I mean, we I think we went six seven years. It was not six years without getting anything, uh, eating tag soup. But you yeah. know it is hunting is what it is, man. Yeah. These last couple of years we've been pretty successful with a couple mule deer. And a white tail, but 
Yeah. You know, uh, getting, I think the mule deer season is going to be pretty, pretty good beneficial for us. Cause you know, where we hunt is lots of mule deer, but just, we, they're at the wrong time and the deer, deer down in a stick sometimes and you can drive right up on them. We had a bachelor group of bucks, probably with a good solid 150, four by four in there and yeah. just couldn't, yeah. couldn't shoot him cause he was on the wrong side of the wrong side of the road. Like he was, he was sitting there 20 yards and I got out of the truck and I sat and looked at him for probably a good solid 35 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, dude, it is what it is. It's hot and it's never perfect. So uh, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. It's why uh, lots of people yep. don't do it. It's called hunting, not, not killing. Exactly. You know, if you really, if you're not into the challenge, you might as well go to the grocery store. But... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, um, you know, also go speaking on this grocery store thing, you're big into, big into cooking, hey? Big into. Yeah, I sure am. Yeah, you're quite the little cook there. Huh? I'm a little chef myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but uh, you're, you, you probably got into, like, uh, wild game cooking, have you? Oh, yeah, I, I cook it for breakfast, lunch, dinner. Yeah, man, um. What's your what's your favorite uh, wild game to make? Like your favorite uh, meal to make out of a wild game? Ooh, probably just a good old steak. Good old elk steak, eh? Yeah, steak, potatoes, asparagus, gravy. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah, it's probably one of my favorites. Oh yeah. Get it right on the medium rare, rare. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you're such a big football fan, but uh, I just got a spam of probably 120 messages uh, saying uh, Kansas City beat uh, Cleveland 22 to 17. So, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome, man. I don't know a bunch no. of that. Yeah, I, I'm not too big of a football person myself. Big on baseball. and Yeah, I'm more, I'm more motocross baseball. Yes. Hunting. Yeah, same man. Yeah, so I mean, um, speaking of hunting shows, right? Um, what's your favorite hunting show on um, on TV or even YouTube or anything? Um, TV, DVD, probably Primos Hunting. Oh, it's classic. Their big box series. Will Primos. Their big box series. Oh yeah. If you were to if big if box. you were to pick one hunt out of your out of all of them, what are you picking? Like one out of that series, yeah. out of any any mm-hmm. whale primos, probably Colorado elk. That's good. Yeah, he's probably that's probably one of my dream hunts right there. Oh yeah, hundred percent, man. Yeah. Yeah, I've always wanted to, and I still to this day I would love to go on a nice sheep hunt too. Yeah, man, we gotta we gotta plan one of those yeah. one of these days. It'd be awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, don't mind. I gotta say, mine on TV is either Cody and Kelsey Robbins. Or, for sure, I watch. Yeah, it all or Mitchell Payment. I I'm a big fan of Mitchell Payment stuff. That, you know, it's pretty pretty down to earth and yeah. real. Um, but yeah, and then on DVD, right? Tell you the truth, um, Bill Jordan's um, Monster Box. Yeah, it's real true Monster Box. I. I think it was episode. I actually think I have one of those. I think it's too. Episode uh, 
episode one or disc one or something like that. I I think it finally stopped working because I watched it so many times. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it's crazy, man. For sure. But yeah. Yeah, it's cool what they can do and stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. It's it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, like, I wanna I wanna do that stuff too. Like my dream thing to shoot is either a, a caribou or, you know, a three hundred and sixty class bull elk. Yeah, and I mean you cover your dad's special spots, man. They got uh I got a few of them. I've, yeah. I've seen pictures. They're <laughs> pretty big. Yeah, for sure. Sweet. Yeah. So, I mean, with bear season right around the corner, um, you know, it's only, I guess, here in BC, it's $20, $20 a month and a half away, I guess, eh? <laughs> yeah. Um, what what's your hunting season going to look like this year? Like, uh, yeah. Any... Hunting, 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 hunting. Hunting, hunting, yeah. <laughs> you don't got any... Big plans going back up into the mountains or anything like that, hey? Um, we might do a trip. That's awesome. Tripper, tripper too. We usually take like four or five days out with a just a trailer and caught tents. Awesome. Go out hunting. Awesome, man. And are you, yeah. uh, you planning to do bear season at all, hey? Oh, yeah, for sure. Awesome. I love bear hunting. It's pretty fun. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping to get one with my That's bow. awesome, man. I hope, uh, I guess I'm, I'm around then. Maybe we can something up. Hopefully I can attend. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That would be sweet. Yeah. But, um, I, lo- I kind of, uh, wrapping up this, wrapping up this thing. Um, you yeah, ever, sure, uh, Kevin. you ever talk about big game pursuit out, uh, outside of, uh, little group chat we have and, on the podcast here. Yeah. You ever brag to any of your friends? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I talk about it, too. You know, my close friends and stuff. Like, you know, I got a couple friends that they do hunting and stuff, fishing. They're just not as into it. But I talk to them about it and stuff. And, you know, I brag about them. Like, we made our own thing and stuff. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I talk about it. Stuff. Yeah, you... Uh... Tell them the buddies I made. <laughs> yeah. You going to rep, uh, rep those hats when we get them in? Oh, yeah, for sure. Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah, I will. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think that uh, that wraps it up for episode one of this series. Um, you know, thanks again, Corbin, for uh, taking the time to do this podcast with me. Um, yeah, so. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, no problem. I guess that's episode one done. Uh, I guess we got the rock rolling, wheels rolling on this on this series yep. of the podcast but uh yeah so uh tune in later um we got uh double down outdoors coming on to uh double down outdoors coming on to the podcast for episode two uh should be airing in a couple days or something like that so stay tuned Please. stay tuned for that and you know more to come we'll get uh we'll get an episode yeah. with all all three of us all four of us on um, fortunately, like I said, Caden and Kaylin weren't be weren't able to be here. Uh, but yeah, no. So, yeah, uh, I guess that's yeah. a, that's a wrap on podcast number one, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, well, uh, you know, thank you, Kevin. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, Corbin. Well, thanks for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, hopes can't wait to hunt. Yeah, this is gonna be a killer season, man. Okay, yeah. see you guys later. See you, Kevin.